Perakhei Mishnah Aleph. Shar Yevashar Tam Shnagach Es Hapara. Gor is a para, a cow. And the case is the cow is Meubaras, it's pregnant. Venimza Ubara Bitsida. And then you find the Uber, the baby, next to the cow, dead. So, for example, Shiro Adam witnesses see the Nagichas Hashar They see the shore goring this cow from a distance. Umatu and they find afterwards that the para, the cow, is dead, and its uber, the baby that was in its stomach, now is outside of its stomach, it gave birth, and it's dead as well. But the Enyadua im Adshalina we don't know whether im Khaidim Shinakha Hashar Yada, maybe the cow gave birth before the ox gored it. The baby died not because of the goring, it died for some other reason. It comes out that the owner of the ox is not obligated to pay for the baby that died, but only for the cow that, the, that his shore gored. Or or whether the case was that the cow was still pregnant when it was gored by the ox, because of the goring, it had a miscarriage. When the ox gored the cow, it killed the cow and killed the baby inside the cow. And then the, the baby came out, very balashar, so now the owner of the shores have to pay, not just for the cow, but for its baby as well. So we don't know. We know witnesses saw the goring, Shiro ate them, they saw the goring of the ox from a distance, but we don't know whether the cow gave birth before or after the goring. It says the Mishnah, Mishalim, the Balashar, the owner of the Shar, has to pay Migufais Chalashar from the guf, from the body of the Shar, because it's a short time. Chanti Nezik, half of the damages at Lapara for the cow that it killed. On this Kashalapara, just like a regular case of a Tam Shanagach, meaning it pays for half of the damages of the cow, not to exceed the actual value of the shore, like a regular case of a short Tam. Uravia Nezik Lavla, and then he pays a quarter of the damages for the baby that was killed. Because since there's a suffix, there's a doubt. If it was Machmas Tanagicha, because of the goring, did the baby die or not? We don't know. So we take the half, half payment and we divide it in half, which leaves you with a quarter. The owner of the shore will only pay a quarter of its damages from the guf of the shore. And the Gemara explains that our Mishnah follows the opinion of Sumkus. Sumkus holds mamun money that is placed in a doubt and a suffix, we divide it. However, the Chachamim, they argue. Zeklal Godl Bedin. The Chacham say this is a big rule in Din that Hamotzi Michaver Alvaraya. If you want to prove something, you've got to bring the proof. Hamotzi Michaver. What was pulling from his friend? A love Laraya. He has to prove what he's trying to claim. According to the Chachamim, the owner of the shore does not pay for the damages that happened to the baby. The baby was killed. Nothing. He pays nothing. Even if the Nizik the one that was damaged, the owner of this cow. He says, I am certain, because your ox gored my cow, my cow had a miscarriage, and you should have to pay for the, for the vlad, for the baby. And the mazik, the damager, the owner of the ox, he says, you know, Shema, maybe it was because my ox gored it, maybe not, I don't know. So even though the nizik, the damagee, is certain, and the mazik, the damager, is uncertain, we have a bari by the nizik and a shema by the mazik. Nevertheless, Ariza the owner of the ox is exempt from paying for the damages of the baby. Because again, Hamotzi Michavero Alvaraya. If this nizik wants to bring uh, wants to claim that the mazik owes him the money for the baby, he has to bring concrete concrete proof. It's not enough just to say, I know that your ox 
that your ox killed the cow while it was pregnant and it caused the baby to die as well. Knowing is not enough. You have to bring proof. If you can't bring proof, then you cannot claim anything from the mazik for the vlad, for the baby of the cow. And the lacha actually follows like the chacham that are arguing on somkas. Flip the case around. You have a para, a cow, that gored an ox and killed it. And then after you find that the baby of the cow is alive next to it. And we don't know, did the cow give birth before it gored? The cow was not, be- was not pregnant when it gored. And therefore, the chatsi nezek, that has to be collected for the damages that happened to the shore, could only be collected from the actual par of the cow, but not from the guf of the baby that was next to it. Or, or maybe the cow was pregnant when it gored the ox, and therefore we could collect the half of the nezek payment, not just from the par from the cow, but also from the baby. Because the Vlad, the actual baby that was in his stomach, is like his own goof, it's like his own body. Says the Mishnah, therefore, Mishalim Chatzinezek Menapara, or Vienezek Menavlad. You'll pay Chatzinezek from the actual para and a quarter of the Nezek from the Vlad. And the more explains. Imapara Nim says, if the para is around, the cow's around, go from Chatzinezek, we collect the half of the Nezek from the goof of the para. Vim Enapara Nim says, the para is not around, for example, I got lost. Then Goyvim Reva Hanez will collect a quarter of the damages from the guf of the Vlad of the baby. And the reason is, like we explained, since it's a suffolk, did the koach of the baby that was inside the cow help in the goring or not? So Harry Mamunham with the Basafik Cholkem, it's money that's placed in down, we divide it, like the opinion of Sumkis. The half payment that the Mazak has to pay, and Gaivim me Guf Havlad, we don't collect from the Guf of the baby, El rather a quarter, only a quarter of the Nezik that was caused. When the Par is around, we don't have enough uh, to cover the payment in the Guf of the Par for the half a Nezik, for the Chati Nezik. So then you can go ahead, you can collect from the Guf of the Vlad, not the entire um, balance, but, uh, but half of that, meaning a quarter of it. But according to the Chachamim, and Gaivim and Avlad Klum, you don't collect from the Vlad anything at all, from the baby anything at all. Shamahutsi Mechaber, all of You want to claim something from it, you got to bring concrete proof. However, in this bar, if we do find out, Shemur that the cow was pregnant at the time of the goring. So, Avim of the Hapara, even if the Para did get lost, Gaivim and Avlad, certainly we can collect it from the Vlad, the cold entire Chatzin Nezek. Shaguf Echadhu, because again, it's, it's deemed one Guf in the Para together with the Para. And Mishnah Beis, Hakadah, a potter, Osa Kadero Shilcheris makes pots out of earthenware. Sheikhnis Kaderosa Lachatzer Balabayas Shilaybushus. He brings his pots into the courtyard of the Balabayas without permission. Vishabrosan Behemto Shilbalabayas, the Balabayas' uh, animal then broke the pots. Potter, the Balabayas is exempt because he'll tell the potter, What are you doing in my domain? Who let you in? Who let you bring your, your pots in? Common sense. And if the owner of the courtyard's animal got damaged by these pots, if the owner of the pots is obligated to pay the balabayas for the damages caused to his behemoth, his animal. But if the potter accepted permission from the balachot to bring in his pots, 
then Baal Chotzer Chayev, the owner of the courtyard, then the Baal Bayez, would be Chayev Beniska Kadesh if the pots got damaged. Im Shavratan Behemtov, if the Baal Chotzer's behemoth broke the pots, he's Chayev to pay for it. Shahav Esmol Rishus, he gave the potter permission to bring his pots inside. So Menestam Kibel of the Shmarlein Shloyuzuku. So Menestam, we, we accept that he also accepts upon himself that an animal should not damage the pots. And so too, if, if the Baal Bayez's behemoth got damaged from the pots, so then the Baal Kadesh, the pot would be exempt from paying for the, for the damages caused to the animal. Because it's the Baal Chatz, the Baal Bayez's responsibility to be guarding that his cow should not break the pots and the pot should not damage his cow. And so too, if a person brings his fruit, a chatzah ba'al bayas, that a court of a ba'al bayas, shaloi brishas without permission. V'achalasam behemta shu ba'al bayas. And the ba'al bayas is behema, ate the fruits. Pater is exempt from paying. V'mhuzka behem, if the animal got damaged, for example, it slipped on the fruit, ba'al peris chayav, the owner of the fruit is chayav to pay for the damages of the animal. However, im'achlam hena harbe, if the animal ate so much until it died, atcha mesa, so then there the ba'al peris, the owner of the fruit, would be exempt. Shahayallah, because the animal shouldn't be eating so much. Since the animal brought upon its own death by eating too much, so then we cannot obligate the owner of the fruit to pay for this. Because the Baal Bayes was common to be in his courtyard, he's got to guard his behemoth, so shouldn't be eating more than enough. But if he brought his so that's that, okay. Now, if he brought in his fruit, with permission, so then, and then his animal, the, the Baal Chatz's animal ate the fruit, then of course the Baal Chatz, the owner of the courtyard, the Baal Bayas Chayv, he'd be obligated to pay for the fruit from the same reason that we explained by the case of the Kateris, by the pots. However, in the, in the next Mishnah, we'll see that Cholik Rebbe al Mishnah Rebbe is going to argue on our Mishnah. And Rebbe is going to hold Sha'afilu Hitlis even if it was brought in with permission. If the owner of the court is not obligated to pay for the damages caused to the pots or the damages caused to the fruit, unless he says explicitly, I will guard them. But if he just gives permission and does not say, I will guard them explicitly, then he'd be exempt and the lacha follows like Rabbi. Alright, we'll hold it here.